Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome back to Hoops and Brews. Um, I know this is our first episode of the New Year, so happy New Year to all y'all. Hope y'all holiday season was incredible. Uh, hope y'all stayed safe on New Year's, uh, all of that. I know we 10 days into the new year. I, I feel like I feel like really once you get to about like today, you gotta stop saying happy new year. Like yeah, at this first week, first week. Fair, but like at this point, it's like fully a fully completely uh new year. We have Cam back on the show today. TPJ will be joining us at some point, but we have Cam on the show today. I don't remember the last time we had you on the show. I forget what argument we were having, but how have you been, brother? How is Birmingham, Alabama treating you? Man. And uh, yeah. I'm ready to come back west, fam. Just know that. <laughs> <laughs> Just know. I told you. To, I told you that Birmingham was crazy, bro. You moving to, to Birmingham is insane. The most you can do is go to like Atlanta on the uh, weekends just to feel something. Well, heading heading to Memphis this weekend. Go catch the catch the Clippers out in Memphis. So fair, fair, uh, fair. But yeah, that's the that's the road trips I've been making to catch some uh, catch teams and games when I can. But yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, it's been a good experience because I'm learning a lot, bro. I'm learning a, a, a lot. So that's that's been uh, super. Uh, but yeah, Birmingham is not uh, Southern California. Birmingham, <laughs> I will tell you, California. I will tell you that. I've actually been to Birmingham, Alabama, because my grandmother was from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, okay. And I remember we had a family reunion in, like, 2001. The only thing I remember about Birmingham, Alabama, is there was nothing there. And we went to see, what is it, 16th Street, 13th Street, 15th Street Baptist Church? The 16th Street, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the only thing I remember about the whole trip, that there was nothing there. I don't remember seeing a single thing that was interesting. It was like, get me out of here. Yeah, I probably... Not much has changed. I'll say that. Not much has changed. But again, the reason I'm here is uh, to get this master's degree. Um, so um, that's 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 the purpose I'm here. So I'm trying as to long just, as... uh, I'm trying to just it, it really truthfully, in all honesty, it feels like uh, it feels like COVID, man. It feels like how we were everybody was locked down in LA for COVID. It feels like COVID. <laughs> that's it, dog. It feel like I'm on lockdown. There ain't nothing going on. Can't really, ain't nothing to do. Can't really do much. So uh, that's what it feels like. Um, it feels like I'm in that type of isolation. But again, just to kind of re hit the reset button, uh, get this sure. degree. Um, and it, you know, can't wait to get back to the West, bro, for sure. But happy New Year's to you, man. Happy New Year's to all the listeners out there. I'm still doing the same thing. Voice of the fans is still coming on every week. Um, got the new website that just is kind of a soft launch. Check us out, voiceofthefans.org. Um, you can just see everything that we've done and been doing, and we'll be doing in the future. Just kind of how how that's laid out. So that's um, excited about that. Ready, really ready to do a, a hard launch probably next week, but kind of a soft launch. You guys can check it out, voiceofthefans.org. Something for you guys to check out. But yeah, we still Voice of the Fans podcast is still kicking every Wednesday. Thank you guys for having me. Um, you can check it out. YouTube voice of the fans on YouTube or voice of the uh, voice of the fans on H and B Media TV. So yeah, thank you guys for having me. Thanks for the invite today. Of course, of course, of course. Um, I guess starting off, since you were the one that said you are going to Memphis to check out the Clippers Grizzlies game later on in the um, month, there was a report that came out. What was it? it was going to be. What was it? Two days ago, actually, it happened right as I was walking in the arena. I was I was um, picking on my pass. It was with Clippers Suns. I was um, picking on my pass, and they was like, "Yeah, jaw out for the year." I'm like, "Huh? Jaw out for the who? Right, right. Jaw out for the what? Right, right." Um, and it came across my and I picked up my phone, and Shams had just tweeted 
uh, Shams had literally just tweeted as I'm looking at the man that John Morant was out for the year. Uh, so John Morant being out for the season, obviously the Grizzlies where they stand now. I don't know what their exact record is, but it ain't great. Obviously, like they are um, not one of the better teams in the Western Conference. Obviously, they were missing more than just John this season. You know, they were missing obviously Stephen Adams. Um, Brandon Clark is still recovering from his surgery. D Rose has been out. Marcus Smart has been out. Basically, they've had guys in and out of the lineup the entire season. Um, but I guess, like, what do you think about Ja being out for the season? Um, and where do you think Memphis goes from here? Um, I have a take on it, but I'll let you go first. Well, Memphis is, um, what are they, 14 and 23, third from last. I mean, they're ahead of Portland, obviously, and ahead of the Spurs in the West Western Conference, obviously. Um, interesting enough, I didn't expect them to be that bad without Ja. Considering they, had, um, considering they had a, a winning record last year when they missed Josh for the amount of games that they missed him, I didn't expect them to be that bad without him. Um, however, they just got off to a, a pretty abysmal start. Um, the guys haven't stepped up. The, the As you mentioned, there are a lot of players out, but they haven't meshed quite like some of the players or maybe I anticipated them meshing. So with them being out, I think this is kind of a – it might be an advantage for Memphis. Because they were going to, they were going to stress, they were going to put a lot of stress and strain on themselves just to make it into the playoffs. I mean, that's where everybody thinks they're a playoff team, right? Where they're number two in the West last year. Yeah, they're going, to, they're going to put a lot of stress and strain on themselves to make the make the playoffs this season with Jaw. So now it was Jaw being out. If you remember, if you th- can think back to the San Antonio Spurs when David Robinson broke his foot, I think it was. Yep. Um, they essentially broke his foot. You're right, You're right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. They they essentially tanked in order to get uh Tim Duncan. Now I don't know. I don't think there's a Tim Duncan coming up in this draft here, but this puts them in a good position if they draft appropriately to get a a better piece. Maybe they can get that four man that they need who could a scoring four, um, who can score and, and get rebounds. Uh, Pascal Siakam type guy who they can put next to um Jaron Jackson. And that'll be they'll be better next year for the uh, worse for the wears since they have to deal with this tough year with John missing 25 games now and missing the rest of the season. So this might kind of help them out in that sense. What do you think? That's that actually was um, my standpoint. I thought that it was actually a blessing and um a a a um blessing for them. Obviously, you know, we want to see John Moran play basketball. He's one of the most exciting people that you know we have in the league. But as I look at the Memphis Grizzlies cap situation, like the Memphis Grizzlies are in that situation where this was cute. A couple years ago, and then now people starting to get paid. And right. you're in Memphis, like, like being playing in Memphis and playing in Golden State or playing in LA or playing in you know some of these bigger markets, bro. The Memphis Grizzlies owners, I don't know how much money they trying to spend, but I don't <laughs> think they got the same money like Joe Lacob and them, like Steve Ballmer and them, like the uh Lakers people, like uh Dolan and them. I don't think they got that same kind of money. I don't know, but I don't think they got the same kind of money. You play in Memphis, Tennessee. What you make in Memphis, Tennessee is not like what you're going to make with, like, Golden State. So what I'm saying is, like, now you got Desmond Bain getting $200 million. If I'm not mistaken, Jaron Jackson is getting – Jaron Jackson is getting – how much is Jaron getting? Well, Jaron's well, – well, well, Jaron has 75 left. John Morant getting $200 million. Marcus Smart is on the books for um, $60 million. Basically what I'm saying is this team – is very expensive, and they're going to be cap-strapped. So it's, it's going to be very hard for them to sign people that they need to take that to uh, take that next step. 
And I'm with you. I think that they that rookie draft, their draft is critical. Yeah, why that rookie that draft is critical. But to your point, uh, to your point, they are the only thing, the only thing in 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 town outside the college Memphis college basketball. They are the only thing in town. They Um, gotta look at the economics of just like the city in general. Like it's Memphis, bro. The NBA, come on, the NBA. I mean. They, I mean, like, the yes, I get it, but 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 just but just but just what I'm saying is, I don't know if they can afford to go as far in the luxury tax. Also, we got to remember the new apron, like, yeah. we, like, like, once you start to hit that second apron, it really, really cap strap you. So, so, in my personal opinion, they should do everything in their power to fucking lose, lose like they have never lost before, fucking lose. And they, they've saved some money because Jaw would Jaw didn't get the max because he missed, um. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That he missed yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. uh trigger last season. Yeah, he's obviously gonna miss it this season. So they actually they've actually coming they've out actually, they've actually saved some money. And then I also think that there are things to uh that you can point at and like look at and be proud of. Desmond Bain's growth. Desmond Bain has grown a lot this season. Like like um Desmond Bain to me, I think has become a um legitimate second option. Um, for this, um, for this, for this, for this basketball team. Now, I remember yes, looking, yes. And, and I and 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 I remember thinking two years ago, like, oh man, these guys still need a, a second option. Really, I think the only thing that they really, really need is like a three and D wing, like that OG and Anobi type guy. And there's guys in the draft, maybe like Ron Holland. Uh, um, he's a guy from the um G League. Uh, there's also a guy in um Colorado. I I um forget his name, but he's coming out. I think that they just need a really three and D guy. I think they need an upgrade over Dylan Brooks. Like, like I thought Dylan Brooks was what they needed, but I think they needed something better than him. And well, I, think I think that you're you're not wrong in saying that. Um, if they can get Brandon Clark back, who who does a great job on the boards, they I think they really need a compliment to Jaron Jackson um, to do. Yes, of course. Yeah, they, they, they do. Steven they, Adams has been out. Yeah, like you know, like you know, like Adams has been out. I mean, we got to remember when Adams was there. I think he was leading the league in offensive rebounders. He's also one of the best screen setters in the um league. You can also actually run offense through Steven Adams because he's a you know really good passer. He's a great handoff we, receiver. We've been two years. We've been two years without Steven Adams. I know, um, and we got to wonder. I know, and at this point, we gotta wonder what he looked like when he when he come. I mean, shit, Brandon Clark too. We towards them, um, yeah, um, you know, you know. So we gotta his, worry more, about his athleticism. He relies more on his athleticism. For Although sure, they're not gonna go through Steve. It's not like you know they're looking for Steve for big points or anything. But he just what is he gonna be when he comes back? For sure, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But but all in all, I'm with you. Like obviously, it sucks that Jaws out for the season, but I do think it gives you an opportunity. I don't think that they need to go out and fully, you know, trade, you know, assets. You know, maybe if you want to get rid of like a, you know, um, Luke Kennard or um, right. something like that. Okay, fine. A John Conchar. You know, if you can just like pick up a couple assets, fine. But I don't think you need to go out, sell Marcus Martin, you know, tell these people like that, like, no. Because I like what you have. Like, I yeah. think that if you bring job back and you get your people back, I like what you have. Again, I think, I've said many times, I think the Lakers winning in the first round last year was a admiration. You played a Memphis team who Ja was hurt, Adams was out, Clark was out. I think if you had those guys, that was a team last year that maybe could have made a conference finals run or at least would have been in the um second round. So when I look at this Memphis team, again, like, I do what you – remember how they got Jaron Jackson? Remember, like, they actually weren't that bad that year. They just sat, traded everybody and set everybody else down. Like, they like Mike Conley had a heel injury. They was like, yeah, don't play no more. 
If yeah. Desmond Brain sprained his ankle, don't let that brother touch the court until March. <laughs> Create a different injury. Don't let him touch the court until March. Jaron Jackson, if he sprained a finger, act like he broke the whole hand. Sit yeah. that man down forever. To your point about the playoff run, we all know in the NBA, most times you need that heartbreaking loss. And I think that was their heartbreaking loss last year. What impacted them severely this year was job being out at the start of the season because we were expecting them to kind of re rebound from that uh, being number two in the West to kind of having to taking it further in the, in the playoffs. So now that they've had that heartbreaking loss, they the guys, their core team who can have experienced that, Jaw, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, Brandon Clark, obviously he's been hurt. But those now Marcus Smart has been there before as well. Now, when they come back, they'll be back even stronger. They know what the playoffs is like. They they know what the playoffs is like. They have lost. And whoever that young piece is that they can pick up, um, they just need to train him up and be ready for a solid season next year. For sure. And when I say run the offense through Steven Adams, I don't mean you literally going to sit there and get that man, you know, like he Jokic, but you can do Jokic or Shangun type things with Steven Adams, especially when it comes to dribble handoffs, because he's a great screen setter. You do good though. You do good though. You do good though. You can't. He's, 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 he's actually a really good screen setter. He's also a really good handoff passer, and he's also a solid passer for somebody at his position. So he's a guy like, yo, you can give him the ball at the elbow and have Ja run a dribble handoff. You can have Desmond Bain run a um, dribble handoff. You can use Steven Adams in those actions because of uh, the skills that he um, does that that, that um, he um, does um, provide for this basketball team. But yeah, right. But for sure. But again, as I was saying, obviously it sucks for Ja because honestly. When we talk about John, we talk about these new point guards that have all been um, emerging. I feel like we kind of forgetting about John. And, you know, some of this has been as a huh? – That's on him. Some of that – a lot of it is on him. Right. You know, you can't blame a man for getting hurt, but we can blame you for wanting to be fucking King Vaughn if I have to see him last year. Exactly. So, like, exactly. so, like, some of this is – again, so, like, some of this is him being forgotten is on him, but hopefully the man comes – some of this him being forgotten is on him, but hopefully the man, I don't know why, Thomas, your thing is black, but hopefully the man, you know, being that is, um, you know, you know, he can get himself together and, you know, keep his head on straight and just, you know, take the uh, time that he needs to, you know, get his mind right and get his body right. And also, I don't think it was his left shoulder. If I'm not mistaken, it wasn't his left shoulder. I could be wrong, but it they wasn't. They said it was his left, right? right? They said it was his right one, if I remember something. His right one, okay. So when he, did you guys cover the game when he was there? Y'all did see me? Yeah, 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 we see. Yeah, Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all didn't move on from this topic, right? No. You yeah. already know we got the name of this episode, right? What? Steven yeah. Adams is like, Jokic, what in the bluest of hells is do wrong type. with you? You can do Jokic type things with Steven Adams. And I can be six foot 11 if I dream about it. No, you can do Jokic type things no, with six. You, you can give him. You can play off with a man. He's not gonna. Get, he's not going for twenty and ten, bro. You, know, you are. But, we, but he can this, go. He can this, go for six and eighteen for sure. This um, might be your top ten worst take of all time. Not actually. It no, might be top no. five of all time. It's not. You ain't never seen nobody man, run no on, offense through Stephen Adams. Cap, G. listen, no cap. You a liar. Cap, no they cap. They finna listen. fry you in the comments. No cap. No cap. Listen, look you at what he. You finna get fried for this take. I look, and bro, rightfully so. Bro, bro, look at the assists he's averaged since he's been in Memphis: three point four and two point three for a center who don't have a ball a whole lot, not posting up. That's pretty damn good. That's called. I give you the ball, you give it back to me, and I score. 
Still a dribble well, handoff. They can run the screen. They're, they're running the screen. They can run that. dribble handoff oh, actions with Steve Cam, Adams. don't defend this foolishness. It's well, not I'm foolishness. Just, I'm just telling you what, what his the advantages of having Stephen Adams. Is. AD probably averaged 3.4 assists per game. AD yes. literally averaged 3.4 assists per game this season. And what that's and supposed to mean? He's some, he's some fucking dynamo with the basketball? No, I'm just saying that you can run things through Steven Adams, like he exactly, G. This man must still be feeling sick, you, bro. He gives you a different element to your offense that you don't have when he's not there. You do outside of his offensive rebounding, he does give you a different element to the offense. And I'm, you I'm do good Pappy. dope. I'm with you, Pappy. And you do good dope. You and Cam do good dope because y'all, you're lying. You, you sit up here comparing Steven Adams to Jokic. How far have we fallen in the seventh bam. year Look of the bam. existence? Like bam. like bam, like bam, like bam. A guy you can run dribble handoffs through and things like that. More so like bam than Shango and Jokic. Yes, fair. He, he, that's he's, fair. He's not giving you the points, but he can, you can play off the man. That's, that's literally the name of the episode. Steven Adams is like bam and Jokic. You all are tripping, bro. We got, we got some time to go. That yet. take was so bad, my head just started hurting. We got like, some time literally, to go, I just got a pain shot through my eye, G. That's the worst. That's one of the worst takes you've ever had, bro. Not, bro. He averages three G, bro. The last time he played a full healthy season, he gave you 3.4 assists. And he's not a guy who's posting up a whole bunch, getting doubled. That means he's a solid passer, and you can run some offense through him. Well, you can generate some offense through him. So but you, what do you, you say so? So what's the advantage of Steven Adams? So let, let, let's let's go that route. What's the advantage of having Steven Adams on your team, Thomas? Him getting rebounds and setting good screens. So uh, setting good screens is isn't that a key uh, key way for the offensive? You watch the fucking up? Warriors, so I know the, you like screens. The the man damn near ain't played since the pandemic. This is true. This is true. What you want me? What you? Why you? Why you upset with me? This is true. He asked a question. I'm asking a question. I'm just saying, why you upset with me? The man ain't played since the damn pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You right. By the way, for all the listeners, I'm work. I'm working on my uh, uh, you know, weekly trade. Clay Thompson. Oh, being that trade. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of trades out there being rumored around every week. Um, I don't know where you guys want to start, but. but but hold on, wait a minute. Both is trying to make trades every real week quick, to get somebody. Real quick, well, you about to do a Trey Thompson, uh, a Clay Thompson trade right now, TB? No, uh, uh-uh. uh, I'm just, I'm just telling the fans it's coming up. I'm working on it right now in the background. Moving on, uh, unless you have thoughts about Ja. Nope, I have no thoughts about Ja. Prayers for him, and I hope he comes back. Torn labrums are nothing to play with. Did you? Either one of you guys covered the game when they were just in LA? I was there. I was there. Did you get a chance to ask him, like, what obviously things have changed since the last time he played? But <laughs> like, yo, why are you why are you not good no more? That's what you want somebody to ask him. Oh, no, 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 he, he was he came back balling. What he learned, my big thing is what I wanted to know is like, what did you think? Oh, you talking about Ja or Clay? Yeah, ja. Oh, I thought you was talking about Clay. My bad, Ja. Oh. Yeah, what did you what did he learn from being out? And what did, from being out those 25 games, what did he pick up on that could help his team? Obviously, again, things have changed. The point's kind of mute now. But just what was the conversation around John when you guys – did you get a chance to interview him? Nah, I was in the Clippers. I think I think Harden actually spoke that day. And, like, Harden ain't talked damn near the entire season at the podium. So, like, really? I, I was – yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually they just send up Kawhi 
Usually, usually they just end up tying Kawhi. Oh, and everybody Kawhi. else is kind of like whatever. Big dollar Kawhi now. Kawhi big just dollar, big big dollar Kawhi. Kawhi uh, Kawhi did just sign, but I mean, I mean, I guess we can go there. Clippers are the Clippers actually the best team in the league now? In the league, the best team, the best team in the league now. Uh, over there, I don't, I don't know what exactly they are over there. Um, last couple games, but they've been winning like hell. They are twenty three and thirteen right now. Um, if I look at their offensive and defensive rating, and if like I fifteen and three their last uh, eighteen games, there you go. And if I look at the offensive and defensive rating on the season, they have a they have the seventh rated offense and the tenth rated defense, and they have and they are fifth in net rating. They are beating teams basically by six points a night. They are twenty fifth in pace, which is whatever, but they are eighth in they they are ninth in points per game, and they are uh, eighth in opponents points per game. So, fellas, so, fellas, we've been, since we met, what have guard. I been preaching the Clippers have they needed since we met? They need a point guard. Yeah. And yeah. now that James Harden, I wasn't a big proponent of getting James Harden. I was not a big proponent. I will admit that. However, he has given them exactly what they've been needing over those, these last five years and what I've been telling you guys. They need somebody, a table setter, somebody to get easy help, Kawhi and Paul George get easy shots. He's been doing exactly that, and look what we see what's going on. Nah, I mean, they look – listen, I never disagree with you. My thing with them having a point guard was like, what point guard were they going to get that was going to actually be able to have the ball? Right. There's there's point guards and there's James fucking hard. <laughs> there's, there's James fucking hard. There's very few people on planet Earth that you could argue should have a ball more than James Harden. I mean, again, again, I didn't like, especially when James Harden came in and said, um, I am I the system. system. I he am wasn't wrong. Clearly, he, clearly, he know more than me because the motherfucker wasn't wrong. I, didn't to, I did not, admittedly, I did not expect it to mesh out as it has, but they needed somebody and his ability to score, assist his ability to get uh, uh, get assist for PG and Kawhi. His ability to score, his threat, of, you know, people got to, you got to, you got to come out on him. Where he's but you on, know whether who's, whether but, he but, can but he, his hands, whether he's on the wing standing out there, you kind of, you got to respect his shot. And his ability to create, and he's he's turns. Zubak, I was about to say that he say has he turned Zubak. Has it been him, or is that just continuous growth that we've seen? No, it's. That's I, what mean, I don't know. Okay, okay. Been growing, it's growth. He's been growing. It's growth, but Zubak wasn't looking like this, brother. Like Zubak, Zub, like Zubak over, like Zubak over the past two months. You can make an argument. He's been a top ten center. I mean, he's he's. You can make an argument. I mean, in his career, he's been mid, middle, middle of the pack. So to take a couple steps back, but is that, I, is that Harden? Is that the Harden effect, or it's is Harden, that Zubac just it's getting Harden. better in the seven, What is this eighth year now? Zubac is Zubac is getting better, but it's Harden, bro. Like, I mean, just, I mean, just, I mean, just look at what Harden again. Kawhi is out here shooting. What does he shoot on the season? Fifty-one percent, and I think over the past some games, it's like sixty percent. Right, right, he's shooting. Right. PG is shooting, and then he, wait, he's shooting 40, 43% from three. He's still you got, taking crazy shots. He's still, he's still taking. He's still, I mean, I mean, he's still taking insane shots. He's taking eight threes a night, but he's shooting 40%. I he's mean, still yeah. out there wilding, but, like, he doing his job. Um, yeah. Norman Powell is shooting fucking, 
45%. Norman Powell is going bananas. He's balling off the bench. And honestly, the thing that I like about the – see, the reason why I wanted Harden for this, for this basketball team – What's been a, another addition? I want to see if you guys get to it. What's been another quiet addition to that? Uh, Daniel Tice. Daniel Tice. Well, that too. That Daniel too. Tice. But you talking about Terrence Mann being, 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 being in the starting lineup? Dog. Dog, let me give you this one here. I'm gonna give you this one. Go ahead about um what you're saying about PG. I'm gonna give you a stat about uh, uh Terrence Mann here in a second. Give me, give me, give me the Terrence Mann stat. Give me the 2024 Evan Turner stat. <laughs> See how you hate? So I don't. I don't hate on Terrence Mann. Nice. 20, uh, would you say 2024 Evan Turner? Yes. Has Evan Turner name a team that Evan Turner has been on in the starting lineup? That has gone 30, what, 30 and 10, 31 do and 10. Do you want me to name the teams that Evan Turner has been on? Can we just that, start there? No, 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 no. That's been 31 and 10. And listen to what I just said. Do you want me to name the teams Evan Turner has been on? What the fuck Evan Turner team was supposed to go 30 and 10? Look at Evan Turner's teams. Which one was supposed to go 30 and 10? You can't do that. Yes, the fuck I can. Look at who Terrence Mann played. Look at who look Evan Turner. You can't give me Evan Turner. Evan Turner was on an Andre Eagle Dollar led basketball team. He went, he 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 led the team. He was a superstar. You can't give me Spencer Hawes was starting that center. You can't give me Evan Turner in comparison to Terrence Mann. And saying there's been no impact. Terrence Mann in the starting lineup. Terrence no Mann is 31 and 10, dog. And you gotta respect listen, that. With, listen, listen, listen. Here's here's a I'm gonna go a little further. You talked about it earlier. You I'm gonna go a little further. In the last 20 games, with T Man in the lineup, Thomas, you gonna come back here, Thomas. You come back so you can hear this too. Because like, you guys have been hating on TB, you guys have been hating on Terrence Mann. You yeah, you come back too and turn your light on so we can see your your reaction. Turn your light on, because we the, the fans want to see your reaction. I don't know what y'all want me. I don't know what in y'all want In the last 20 games, with Terrence Mann in the lineup, they have a seven a plus 17 net ratings, the Clippers do. Good. Okay. Not, not only has he been... What are you averaging? We're talking about how that's, he... That's when the conversation, conversation like shifts into squad. reality. <laughs> and it's no disrespect to bro, because I see bro all the time in the city. We're it's no disrespect about, to bro, but that's when the conversation shifts to reality. No, you no, no, said that man was going to average 15 points a game. You lied. I'm not going to let you do this. You lied. Divert the conversation. You lied, though, but did you no, not no, no, say no. that? Did I'm you not, not say he was going to average 15? You did say that. Well, again, they just hey, aren't letting the man play. Cam, they accountability is killing you right now. And how many has he averaged in the games he's been playing? Terrence Mann is what year is he? Five, four or five, actually. Uh, he he played long enough. No, they just start letting him play regularly. So this is That's this is something. Playing man, man you acting like that man, I Jonathan Kaminga or something. Why, he been playing. He been getting ticked for years, G. Why he was playing he, in the conference finals. Four years time to put Terrence Mann in the starting lineup. You see, when he's in the starting lineup in the last twenty games, they're seven. They have a plus seventeen net rating. Bro, the they got a whole new starting lineup. I'm sorry. They got a whole new starting lineup than they ever had. <laughs> it's only two guys that's there that's been there. That's Kawhi and Paul George. Zoo, Zoo Watch has been there. They yeah, had- depending on when they liked them. Plumley was in there uh, uh, for for a couple games. See, see, you're trying to before he got hurt. I'm not diverting okay. attention. Right, look, My right, point look, is look. that they have not had a point guard. So even if you put Terrence Mann in a game, 
and ain't no point guard out there, he not going to be successful. If you throw hard in the ball, he going to be able to shoot and make it. If No disrespect to Pat Bev, and shout out to him and his percentages. I like his podcast. But if I'm just like off dribble penetration, throwing the ball to Pat Bev open for threes, they going to leave Pat Bev open. You not leaving James Harden open. Who, who, who you Terrence say Mann is still getting the easiest buckets he's ever had in his life right now. And he's doing well. Congratulations. That's what you're supposed to be doing. But they needed a point guard more than anything else. And don't get up here and bloviate to me and, and go on your long soliloquies and tell me that we wrong when the man ain't averaging 15. And that was the whole premise of your whole argument. Was that he was going to average 15 and shoot over like 33% uh, from the uh, three-point line. What is he shooting from the three-point uh, uh, line this year? He's shooting the three-point line 26%. It is all right. Okay, I ain't mad at that. That's good. No, but I'm just he, saying. no, he no, no, he's doing 26%. Oh, I thought he said 36. 26%. Now he has been a career 30, 36% three point shooter. To be fair, I'm not upset at him. He now, has done a great job, we, but we, that's we, not we, my point. My point is Cam's sitting up here trying to act like we Cam blasphemous. Cam is lying. <laughs> he's lying. Cam, Cam is grabbing at straws to prove his point. He's fucking lying. <laughs> He lied. We got nobody wanna tell the truth. Nobody wanna tell the truth. Listen, Cam, look, to be fair, we got about to, we got, I got stats to support my argument. Real quick, real quick, real quick, to be fair about Terrence Man. I do like commends to Talu for putting Russ with the bench. Number one, Russ gets to come in, had a ball in his hand, run with the bench. Um, I think he's great with that lineup. Also, he gets to come in and just fucking play hard. Like he gives, he gives. Russell Westbrook against most teams, backup point guard, player to player, no comparison. Right. Against most teams, backup um, on point guard. And then also he comes in, he still give you energy, still rebounding the basketball. You know, he's still doing all those Russell Westbrook things. And now he can just condense those things to 20, 25 minutes a night. You get out there, just fucking run around for 20, 25 minutes a night. You may even swing us a game just off of your energy. Like, there's been a few games that I've been at. I think the Denver game was one when they even actually beat Denver when he came in in the um, fourth quarter and just played wild and made some stuff happen and swung the game just off his energy. I do like the fact that Terrence Mann, but but all five of them in one lineup, all four of them, they all need the ball. They all do the same thing. I do like the fact that Terrence Mann gives them something different in the um, starting lineup. He gives them one size. He gives them defensive versatility. And also he does something different. He don't need the ball. He's not out there trying to take 12, 13 shots a game. He's going to go out there, play defense. He's going to cut. He's going to try to rebound. And and um, in theory, if he open for three and get swung the ball, make the shot. As far as the Clippers, um, but I like the Harden trade in general because, for one, I've been saying for many years, I think you trim some of the fat on the right. team. They had like 14 fucking wings. Like it was just hard to even figure out lineups to play all these guys because you had the same players. Like, bro, you had Marcus Morris, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George starting. It's the same player. It's right. literally that they do the same things. Marcus Morris does it worse than those other people right. I just named. Sure, sure. It's the same thing. And then in, also in, in between, in between, in between. Trying to make room for him too. You trying to make him right. Roko. And, that, and that then Roko, everybody kind of fall into a different fall into the to, to like their actual roles, and um, those roles can be more defined. Also, you have tweak insurance. You have tweak insurance. There is no way on planet Earth all of them can tweak. <laughs> right, right. All four of them can't tweak. G. Well, one of I them mean, can tweak. I, I, I was kind of disappointed when they played the Lakers the other night. That like one play, one of the three 
couldn't like turn it on, like turn it on in late in the fourth quarter. I it happens. To, they play again in two weeks. We'll see what happens then. I mean, but one of the three, nobody could. They were just all average. Like, it happens. I mean, it, it happens. They play again in two weeks. I'm gonna just go with the fact that if we in a seven game series, G, all four of them can't tweak enough to lose a series. Where I hear you, and I do agree with you. Just on Sunday, was it Sunday? Sunday, it showed that like. I don't know what it was. Neither one of them could stepped up, could step up, or did step up. However you want to, however you want to twist it, they didn't step up, <clears throat> and all they needed was one guy because they were just playing average. They're, all they just needed was one guy to show some excitement, you know, play above average, and they would have been cool. But they didn't, and hence they lost the game. Fine, but, I feel you. But they're, I mean, they're, I mean, you can't argue because they're they're uh, fifteen and three the last. Uh, 18 games. So going to lose okay. games, bro. They're not going to go 82 and 0 the rest of the no, no. They're not going to yeah, go. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're 15 and 3. I can't, <laughs> you, you can't be mad at that. So that, that's, that's one that's one game in January. Okay. Yes, but again, I just think they have tweak insurance. Like if PG ain't got it, yeah. you still got Harden. If Harden yeah. ain't got it, sit the fuck down. We still got Russ. If Russ out there wild and snatch him clean out the game, we got Harden. If Kawhi for whatever reason don't have it, we got PG, we got Harden. It's just in my personal opinion, it's no way all four of these guys can tweak consistently at the same time. Even even if you deal with an injury as long as it isn't, you know, Kawhi, you know, whatever, whatever like injury you deal with, as long as there's nothing serious where they just literally cannot play the rest of the time they're there, or even if it is, you still think you have enough to go out there and make something happen. Like, let's say Kawhi ain't there. Gee, we still got James Harden. James Harden led the league in scoring. James Harden averaged 36 points before. You trying to tell me James Harden for a game can't go back into Houston James Harden mode? Yeah, yeah, he can He can dig into it for a game, a game or two, sure. Um, I mean, I don't. We don't see Paul George uh, shooting less. <laughs> Paul PG George. not PG putting that bitch up. PG <laughs> is gonna put that bitch up fearlessly. fearlessly. will find a way to put that bitch up. He needs to do that. But when they come, so they got Plumley coming back. They got Daniel Tice. You talked about Tice, and then we talked about how Zoo is going. Been going crazy. I mean, does Plumley who rides the bench? Is it gonna be Plumley and Tice and, and Tice? Like I no person. I personally like what Tice brings to them because they haven't had a stress break since Jermichael Green. Yeah. So I personally yeah. like what Tice does to them as far as just space on the court, especially when you, when you went with the bench and you went with Russ and Norman Powell and Amir Coffey's been getting some tick. And well, he's seen that. I noticed that. Know. I noticed that too. Yeah. You know, he's he's been getting some ticket. He's actually looked um um solid. Uh yeah. but I like but I like him because just the ability to um to um yeah 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 stretch the floor. Now granted I do agree just like I said with like um Steven Adams Mason Plumley does give you the ability to run some offense through him. You know, you can run some dribble handoffs. He's a solid passer. He can bring the ball up court. And maybe that was necessary in the last iteration of this basketball team. We don't need that shit no more. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, we I don't, don't I need don't, that I shit don't no really more. See, he, I don't see how Plumlee fits in. Tice is a better – Tice is, is, gives them more of what they need. But uh, that's why I asked you. I've been, again, been to the games to see and watch them play. That, that's going to be interesting um, uh, induction. But – Ty has been really good at, at – uh, he had to compliment Ty. Not, we knew he was a good coach, but for the last three years, they've been dealing with injuries, who's in, who's out. 
and all the all the parts that he had trying to find the right mix of the uh of the team and they've still been serviceable even now so the question i have for ty maybe you can answer this question is ty are you are you constructing a program for these guys to excel in or are you just trying to take the better talents of these guys and ask them to do show off their better better talents because coaching is uh putting the guys in in their position to be successful but also coaches want to run their own scheme right so ty which one are you doing which are which are you having clearly you're having fun with it because you're winning but which are you doing and what do you see out of time that that he's doing I mean, I think he's putting everybody in 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 the um, positions to um be successful. I mean, just look at how much pick and roll they're running since Harden got there. Okay. I mean, and like just and he's like like okay, we got James Harden. I mean, I was saying a stupid shit of he need to be become a shooting guard. He know more than me. No, he don't. If you got James Harden, give James Harden the ball and let's see what happens. And then he's also like still like making the way for Kawhi, but you also see them like actually running offense. Like there was a play where it's like they do like a dribble handoff and like a screen, and both of them get the ball. They all involved. It's not too too much ISO. Like right. like 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 before they were running a whole bunch of isolation. It was right. Kawhi, you take it. PG, you take it. Wherever y'all want to take the ball from, though, like not in y'all spots, take the ball from wherever you want to take the ball and figure it out. Now you see Kawhi getting like a lot of post opportunities, hardest putting them in places, or you see them getting open threes uh, because of dribble penetration that um Harden is doing. And also, again, we even talked about like it's a Zubak, we mentioned his name mad times. Look at what Zubak is doing. So I think that Tyloo, um, over his career has done a good job adjusting what he wants to do to. Um, what the team needs and also what what personnel he has. So, um, in my opinion, he's doing a great coaching job. I mean, even a guy like PJ Tucker looking at him and like, bro, you're not gonna play. Yeah, most teams will be would 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 find a way for PJ Tucker to play because of you know who he is and his cachet in the league. Now nah, he said, brother, you're not gonna play. He told Russell Westbrook, a future first ballot Hall of Famer, brother, you on the bench. I lay you to death, but you coming off the bench. That's that's coaching. That's, so, that's coaching right now. What is um? We talked about jaw injury being out for the year, but what is the most impactful surgery, uh, or excuse me, most impactful in injury that we've seen? We've seen a rash of injuries from Chris Paul, Kay Cunningham, the Halliburton. Um, what's been the most impactful injury you think that we've seen, or the toughest for the team to come back? Would that be Halliburton? That's a good question. Um, I say between. Halliburton and Jaw. I think it could be a tie both ways between that. Halliburton and Jaw. Um, just and I say Jaw just because of like that's a whole different team with Jaw than it is without Jaw. Like just like even the way the season. He's gone yeah, the season. Season, season, season and even just like they whole swag is different with Jaw. Like they whole swag is different. Like they just like it's like I don't know. You like I like I feel like when Jaw is there, they know that they can win every game. When right. Ja not there, they like, I mean, we could probably win if we do XYZ, but when Ja's there, it's like, oh no, we we know we can win every game and compete against whoever. And then also on the court, he does thing that's just like fires a team up, like that dunk on Wimby. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he just well, that dunk on Wimby. He didn't really dunk on Wimby. It, it was a dunk on Wimby. Yeah, it kind of was, but it kind of was. He, he he went he went up, Wimby went up, he just went Wimby. up. On. And he ended up on the other jump. side of the rim. Wimby actually didn't jump. He did that. And it looked like he jumped because he just so fucking tall, but he actually didn't jump. Because his, his hand was like, yeah, yeah, literally, literally. It looked like he jumped, but he didn't jump. But point being, 
um Jai just energizes that team in a, um in in just so many ways I don't even think can be quantified in just that. Tyrese Halliburton, man averaging 12 assists. Man averaging 12 assists and well, the 12 assists ain't there. Assist to, uh, uh, assist to turnover ratio was crazy. Ratio was bananas. Like, it's crazy. The man averaging 12 assists, but at the same time I do think you can get TJ McConnell to hold it down for TJ McConnell and Nimhart, obviously they're not Tyrese Halliburton, but I think that they can hold it down at least for a couple of games and figure some shit out. Well, yeah, they need a couple of weeks because he's not gonna come back till like a week before uh, the All Star game, or that's you know at least that's what they say now. Yeah, for sure. I think they probably save him too for the All Star because All Star is in Indiana. All Star is in Indiana, so he needs so to so he at least need to be healthy he needs enough to step to- on the court. Right, exactly. Be introduced and you know, introduced, start and play 20 minutes. I don't think they, I don't think they get, I wouldn't put 10, them up 15. There. 10 15. Yeah, 10 15. Because man, that's our start. We got a season to run, but you can play, you can be the host, you can play, do all the ceremonial stuff, and then yeah, get introduced as a starter. And then yeah, come on, sit down. I bet that's what Cardinal's saying. Yeah, come on, sit down next to come me. Come on, bro. sit down next to me, brother. <laughs> but um, moving on, the New York Knicks. Can the new look Knicks? Obviously, I think they they are the only team to not lose in 2024. Um, OG Anobly is now a member of the Knicks. So is Michael Flynn. So is Precious Achua, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Now, on on how to pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah. Precious Achua is now all a member of the um Knicks. Like I said, they haven't lost. Um, do you think the new look Knicks can genuinely have something to say about the Eastern Conference, or do you just look at this Knicks team as a situation of this is cute and y'all did get better, but this is just cute. They they did get better, but they're not. They're still behind Boston, still behind um, Boston, the Sixers, and who am I forgetting? Milwaukee. I'm kind of disappointed in Milwaukee. Me but, too. We'll talk uh, about them later. Yeah, but they they are the Knicks aren't ahead of either one of those guys. I mean, as it stands right now in the standings, they're 22 and 15. I think that's they're in the right place. They're ahead of ahead of Miami. They're gonna stay ahead of Indiana, ahead of Cleveland. They're in the right position. I mean, do we see Orlando? You guys can tell me. Do you, Orlando kind of fell out of that top uh, six. They've been hurt so much this season, but they're hurt every damn year. Yeah, I mean, they were playing. They were in the top four until just this last week, or in the top five until just this last week. So, um, but yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're properly positioned. They got better, yes, but they're not better than the Sixers, Milwaukee, or uh, the Celtics. If Mitchell Robinson, if actually Mitchell Robinson gone for the years up there too. If Mitchell Robinson yeah. wasn't gone for the year. And they had literally more than well, they got they they did get precious, but precious isn't the body that Mitchell Robinson is. He isn't the um rim protector that um Mitchell Robinson is. But if Mitchell Robinson wasn't there, dare I say they could make an Eastern Conference Finals run? Ooh. I mean, well, they were, like they were second round, they were they were second round, so that was just just another round. I um, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, just when I look at the East, yes, the Bucks have beaten them four times, but that was before they had OG. Also, the Bucks. They don't strike fear into me because they don't guard good enough yeah, this they, season. They, to they just don't strike fear into me. I hate that for Dane, um, because it's gonna be all on him when they get get exit in the first round. It's gonna be all on him. We we'll, we will talk about that more. Save that. Yeah. Um, but so like the Bucks don't super scare me, and like the Sixers, I love everything that Embiid does, but he don't never do this shit in spring. Springtime well, coming, he forget how to hoop. You gotta wait and see. I mean, he he's. He's getting older. He's more mature. He see he he's trying to re- actually. I was impressed when he says when he said um. You know the greats have two MVPs, 
I only got one. I was impressed by that statement right there. That kind of told me he's gonna that, get on the court some more. He ain't gonna get the he he, he ain't gonna get that shit. That, that's that told me that at least he was focusing on playing MVP caliber. You know what the greats also do? Huh? Play well in the playoffs. That's also what the greats do. You can't tell me one memorable Joel and B game post April. You, you are you right. I can't argue that. I, I can't argue that fact. You but can't what tell I can me say, what can what I can say is that with that statement alone. He told me he's willing to play throughout the season. And so if you're willing to play out the season. Gee, he missed Christmas. I'm crying, bro. Why? <laughs> he literally missed Christmas. G. The but biggest game of the be- fucking year, he missed Christmas, bro. Now, granted, he did have a sprained ankle. I saw him sprain his ankle, but he missed Christmas. Right. I mean, you're, you're, right you're right about that. You're right about so look, that. That doesn't stop the kind of the, the, the play he's been on. He's still, he's still been balling. No, he's been balling. He's been balling. Had an incredible season. But but the Knicks, no, like, 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 shout out RJ. <laughs> shout out Quickly. I think that this is one of those, those trades where both teams got everything they needed. Like, OG for the Raptors is a better player than RJ Barrett. He don't really need the ball. He's not really super trying to rock out. He's a much better defender. He's a 40% three-point shooter. Um, and he gives Brunson more space, and he gives Randall more space to play like Mike Allstott. If he want to be a fullback, he needs space to be a fullback. OG Anobi gives him space to do that. Nah, really. He gives him space to do that. Like, OG is the perfect fit for this team. Um, um, I mean, I think he's like plus 199 or something like that. Or like plus 119 in these past five games. Like, OG gives the Knicks exactly what they need. And granted, they may not have a quote-unquote superstar, but I think that they – I think they have players who are superstars in their role. I think if there was ever a, a such thing as a superstar role player, I think OG is just that, especially inserted on this team in this role with the people that they have. And, again, outside of Boston, when I just, like, look around the East, I'm not too these people. My bad. When my I look bad. around the East, I'm, I'm, not, like, I'm not too convinced. Again, in theory, yes, I think that they would handily be – Depending on what you think about Miami, because you know Miami is always going to be, have um, something to say as long as they they always play hard. I, I had they them, always going to have something to say. I had them in the playoffs this year, and here they are, number five. They always going to have something to say. They always yeah. going to you know get people to Somebody play out their mind. Just got paid too, so yeah, yeah exactly. So like they always going to have yeah. something to say. But when I look at the East, I mean, again, outside of Boston, who like why can't they beat? Milwaukee, I don't like, granted, uh, granted, I think Mitchell Robinson being gone is huge because they're right. putting, uh, granted, I like Harkinside, but they got Harkinside out there playing like 40 minutes a game. Yeah, Literally, yeah, I saw Harkinside yeah. play 40 minutes. Like, they put Jericho Sims in to start the game, and then they took him out with four minutes, like, like, like uh, after four minutes in the um, first, this is this is when they played the Clippers, and Harkinside literally played the entire game. Now, granted, this was before they got precious. You know, they had ties there, so maybe, you know, it's a little bit different now. But I think they just put a lot on him. Um, but I think they but to but to answer the question of the topic, I think they can have something to say. At least if they can't make the conference finals, they can definitely take somebody to six or seven and make it a very, very interesting second round series for somebody. I think they're they're second they're good, they're a solid second round team. They're a solid second round exit, whether it's uh Boston who they play. Or or the Bucks. I mean, who they're they're solid second round F, uh, team. I I could 
I'm not putting that on the Knicks to to go to the conference finals. I don't I don't see I don't see that. That's fair. Uh, um, but moving along, you did mention them, the Milwaukee Bucks. Are you worried about the Milwaukee Bucks? And if you are worried, what worries you? And is there a game where you was like, yeah, this shit not I? Right. I'll tell you the game for me. And we can. I mean, I like I know y'all. I know I know Thomas want to talk about it, but that uh, uh, again. But that uh, but that um, Bucks. That uh, Bucks and Spurs game. Yeah, I was watching that shit. And I'm like, yeah. No, they didn't win, but they had to play entirely too hard to win that damn game. Okay, I was yeah. like, hold on, that game. Then when they, then when they was down to by, by like forty to Utah at home, mm. I was like, hold on. Then they got smoked by the Rockets. I was like, hold, oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. But hey, 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 settle down. I told you those Rockets just at the beginning of the season. I told you those Rockets just on sheer talent alone should be hovering in that uh, playing tournament. Actually, I didn't disagree with you. Well, I mean, you went down the whole list. What you went down the whole Western Conference, and we end up having them not even making the playing tournament. But those Rockets are just on sheer talent alone. Like yeah, that's, that's all the squad. If the Ime Doka could coach them up, like they're gonna be six or seven. Uh, they, they, they should be finished in six or seven. But yeah, nonetheless. Those Bucks. What I what I'm concerned about is a lack of defense they play. It is just pure lack of defense they play. Uh, uh, your boy Giannis said it the other night. <laughs> Giannis went down to the to the ball boys. They need to uh, they need to pack their wash their uniforms even better. They just don't play no defense. They're not upping nobody. They don't get up. They, that heart isn't there. Uh, whether that's coaching, whether that's want to, whatever you want to blame that is. Is there's no effort. That's a lack of effort, and we see that night in night night out. I don't um, even think it's effort. I think they have actual personnel issues. They do have a fucking rookie coach. Like, they also have a coach who ain't been a head coach before. Like, you fire Bud, which is like, been, whatever. The coach has been on the staff. The coach has been on the staff. It's the difference between the being on the staff yeah, and being the guy. When everybody looking it. at you to make the decision, as opposed to you looking, you and a group of people looking at somebody else and you just there. And so, that like, they want. That might be the it, problem. Is, is he was their friend last year, last season? Now he's their coach, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, whatever." That might be like, part of the problem. He's a rookie coach, and also I just think the person like look at their backcourt. You have Malik Beasley and Dame Lillard in your backcourt. Who the fuck you finna guard? I mean, there was literally a play in which they was playing the Pacers. Dame was literally looking the other direction and didn't know Halliburton had completely ran by him into the lane. <laughs> Like you have Malik, like granted, Malik Beasley shooting 47% from three. That's great. But even their offense, their offense isn't dynamic enough to take away from the fact that they aren't guarding anybody. Right. And this is what I said before the season. I wonder if you solved one issue in theory by trading Drew Holiday for Dame Lillard. You solved one issue, but did you just create a massive another a issue? Bigger issue. Yeah. You just again, like issue, yeah. even if you look at the Bucks over the past couple of years, they only in my opinion, they kept losing because they was getting hurt. Like, I don't think it was a talent thing. They, like, you know, the, the first year, Middleton went down. And they didn't have Middleton. They lost a seven to Boston. The next year, granted, he was on the court, but Giannis did fall out the fucking air and bruise his tailbone And when they lost to the Heat. So, like, and, and it also it took Jimmy going nuclear. Now, granted, that didn't help Drew Holiday's case. But in theory, why the fuck was was Drew was a guard guarding a forward anyway? I right. thought really what they needed was just a bigger shooting guard. 
Well, Dame, Dame is they had Grayson the- Allen playing shooting guard. Like, I thought they need like a bigger hey, listen, two guard. Listen, listen, Grayson Allen has been um, he he's been very serviceable in Phoenix. They need Phoenix. They can use, they can use two more Grayson. They can Phoenix use two more Grayson. Phoenix Phoenix could use a lot. They are the yeah. ninth seed. I'm saying, but they could use two more Grayson Allen. They can I mean, use they, a lot. They can probably they're, they're, use two more KDs the way they've been playing. <laughs> right. That's another disappointing team as well. But I, I, I hate I hate the fact I hate it for Dame that he's gonna come there and when they get knocked out of the first round, like they're still number two in the number two in the East. But when they do get knocked out in the first round, it's gonna be Dame, you didn't step up and play. Like at least with the Drew Holiday, it was injury that um uh, that caused them to get knocked out. It wasn't a lack of defense, a lack of effort, and that's what it looks like is, is going to be the issue um, for the Bucks. What do you see, uh, Thomas? Well, to me, I really think um, – you can hear me, right? Yeah. Um, to me, I think the bulk of their issue just stems from them not having true familiarity with each other. I also think that um, – I mean, it's Christmas time. I mean, it's, no, it's You're going to let me finish? You're going to let me get my take off, or you're going to take please, off? Please. But my point is that I think that they overall lack the familiarity that they need. I think, um, uh, you know, I heard who was that last night? I think it was I can't I can't remember who was on NBA TV. But basically, they were talking about how when you're a young team, you have to, you know, kind of learn how to, you know, lose together. And you got to go through those, you know, losing, you know, um, bumps and things to kind of get over that hump. I think that they're going to experience a very similar thing. And I think that's what they have been experiencing is you really getting a chance to see what it's like when you completely change the identity of the team. So as much as I want to like blame Adrian Griffin and I can, you can definitely, uh, you know, dish out some blame. Um, but I don't necessarily think that they're walking over him. I just don't necessarily know if he's the guy like, I'm not going. I'm not about to turn into, and I know people going to be going to be at my and going to be at my throat. They gonna call me Uncle Tom and all that stuff. But sometimes we be rushing to get these black coaches, these head coaches in positions wow. because they are likable personalities in a locker room. And what you see is is sometimes on in terms of a, and they do not like you can see that in a few. You can see that in a few situations throughout the NBA. Um, uh, uh, I'm just being honest. You What's, can another see that. What's another one? What's another one? What's another one? Because Udoka is doing a good job. In, in no, his- I'm not going to do that because what, someone what? I know because someone I know that's close to me is um 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 is on you one of the other teams. The you open up these words, bro. <laughs> you what said you mean? You mean? I, I, I I said a name. Oh, oh, yeah. I said, I said a name. I, I didn't say all of them. I said, I, I said some of them, but, but I do feel like, like some of these guys just aren't really that good. And I'm not going to say Monty Williams. People love to disrespect Monty Williams, but Monty Williams is taking his team to a finals. So at a certain point in time, we have to stop being blasphemous and acting like this guy just came out of nowhere and like he became a, a hot shot coach and, and then like is now like everybody loves him, but they stink. It's like, no, everybody loves him because he's been around. He's a good personality. But more than that, he's actually won basketball games with his teams. So for people to act like he's not doing that because he has a star rookie point guard who averages four turnovers a game and can't seem to get anyone else involved on the team um, because he has a team that is in, you know, in a roster that is incapable of shooting three-pointers. They're dead last in the NBA in terms of attempts and in terms of percentage. 
Uh, so I, I can't just go and blame him. Look at the roster. And if Kay Cunningham is going to play hero ball for the entire game and yes. average four turnovers a game, then that's what happens. He's not a high-efficiency player. He's a high-volume player. Um, and I think that if we were redrafting, we, we would be looking at Alperin Shangoon as being the number one draft pick in that draft instead of Kay Cunningham. And that's not to disparage him or say anything negative about him. I just think that you really I like, like Kay Cunningham. It's not about do I, I really like him. No, it, no. People got to stop saying that. It's not, it's not hate. They lost 28 games in a row. No, no, listen. They lost 28 games in a row. I didn't listen. I, they I, lost 28 I didn't say it was national hate. basketball. I didn't say it was the, hate. The, the, the tie for the hate second hate longest hate losing hate streak hate in the four major sports history. Didn't say it was hate. So do not act like this is hate. Do not act like I am. No, no, stop. Stop, stop, stop. Because I saw Philip Rivers get a lot more hate for doing a lot more winning in, in, when he was in Los Angeles. So this is not hate, all right? He's not producing in the manner that he wants, in the manner in which is conducive to winning. Don't give me statistics. Do not give me statistics when you down 35 in every game. Who's the head coach? That's what I want to know. Monty Williams, but I'm not blaming Monty Williams. I see. I, uh, clearly you're not, but uh, we had the conversation. This earlier. roster is egregious. They don't even have a player on a team as good as De as good as good Devin Vassell or Devin Vassell. So you and and he's not that great Jaylen to me. Jalen Duran is not, so is not Devin you Vassell. You team up a win in, in, in two months? Bob Donovich is, well, he used to be good. Who, you talking about the Pistons? Yeah, you can't scheme up a win in two months. Yeah, I got a scheme. How about we play five on one and everybody just trap whoever get the ball because playing five on five clearly didn't fucking work. Okay, fuck well, out of here, man. Do. These guys are getting paid. I'm. I have just spent the last hour in trade hell trying to unload Clay Thompson from the Warriors for my weekly trade Clay segment. All right, and guess what? One of the places was that I tried to send him to, Detroit. I don't nobody want them. <laughs> you couldn't find anybody on Detroit. I I didn't want none of them. Draft I know guy, I know good goddamn like draft picks. Do they have Detroit picks? wouldn't trade for Clay, but 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 you just be real in our conversation. Before we get too off topic, we're talking, we talking about the Bucks. The Bucks. Thomas, finish your point about the Bucks because you weren't done. Huh? Finish yeah. your point about the bus. You want to get off on Detroit. But, but no, no, no. But my point is, is that. Coach. That's no, 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 no. I didn't want to get off on a black coach. I wanted to get off on the black coaches that get these opportunities and, and become mediocre. Look at D'Amico Ryans as your inspiration. Stop getting these. Stop whining to me all day long about how y'all want these jobs. And then you get these jobs and you go in there and you a two-pack of ass. Because if you was going to be as bad, if, 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 if I'm Giannis, if we was going to be as bad as we was with Mike Budenholzer, I might as well fucking kept Mike Budenholzer. At yeah. least I know where we can go with him. At least yeah. we want to ring with him. He can scheme up a, he can scheme up a couple wins. I'm tired of hearing time. that these guys are player coaches and they coming in and they get out prepared. The, at, the, at the bare minimum, you should be able to be overly prepared and your offensive and defensive execution should be at the utmost. And you should not just be standing on the sidelines with your hands in your pocket the whole game and got the fan base on, on the internet making fun of you every game and telling, the, and telling the fans, like, well, it's okay we lose. And, like, sometimes people get hurt. Like, what the fuck is that? Mm. Mm. 
But this is this Again. is this is personal. But 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 but, but 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 no, it's not personal because it's you know, like. stop. It's not personal because you see these guys that have been around in the league for a long time, where you know it's over, and we all know it's over, and it's about four or five of them. Shout out to Doc Rivers. I love Doc Rivers, but it was time the game had passed him by. I'm starting to look at Steve Kerr. They figured you out. Well, is that Steve? Curry? No, stop. That, they figured that, you think, out. You were five be, steps ahead for a, a half a decade. Now you're a pace and a half behind. They figured you out, brother. You wasn't really five steps ahead. You just had some of the greatest players. No, I disagree yeah. with that. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. They was. I feel like they were five steps ahead for the first year. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I disagree. For the first five years. No, I disagree with that. I disagree with that because even for you to get Kevin Durant, you see Kevin Durant ain't did that shit since he left. That's not true. Come on, man. What is what? What? I say he ain't played good. Well, I mean, what is, what is he Where talking about? Where he been? Where he been? <laughs> what finals he been since he left the Warriors? Name him. Na- no, 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 no. Played, Name him. I ain't got my headphones he, on. Name him because your mouth can't move because he no, ain't he been in no finals. And don't tell me the Western Conference finals. Curry. They just started the trophies last year. Bro, he played with a, a peak Steph Curry, uh, um, a Clay Thompson who was who you were not looking to trade, Clay Thompson, in 2017. You a motherfucking lie. How many Pavy? Pavy. Pavy. When Katie left, when when Katie left, dead ass. What have I been saying since Katie left about the Warriors? No, 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 no. Stop Cam. When he was there. Stop Cam. When 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 Katie left, what did I say about the Warriors? Well, actually, and what did I say about Steph Curry? The first thing I said was the first thing you said was D'Lo and Steph was going with 55 games. That's the first thing you said. Then when you saw that shit on the court, no, the that's, second no, thing you no, said that's not true. Up. That's not true. Yes, it is. We can that go is back. not. Go no, home. no. Yes, it is. Stop. Yes, it is. No, stop. No, you stop. KD you didn't stop. get traded. What? KD didn't get traded. No, listen. The first no. thing you said. No, no that's not what no, I listen. said. Actually, he when did get Kevin traded. Durant he did get traded, he did get traded. It was okay. A, uh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Wait. Okay. No. Wait. No. 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 But that's my whole point. Did I say they was going to win a championship? No, but you said did that I say no that, did I say the dynasty was back? Yes. No, I you didn't. said it was still I going. The dynasty was back. You said it was still going, and here's why: because I remember we got to an argument. I said they are in the series when, like, the Bulls were from '94 to '95, and they were retooling, and we had a whole argument. How the fuck are you retooling? We still got Steph Curry. We still got Klay Thompson. We still got Draymond Green, and we got D'Angelo Russell. How the fuck are we retooling? D'Lo go average 26 points. What year was How that? We that was that was like right like uh the 1920 the uh pandemic year. Okay. Well, how many years did I say? I said he, they were light years there for months. five years. You said it for three months and then for five no for that's ex- that's exactly at the five year marker. That's exactly at the five year marker. At five years. No no that's exactly at the five year marker. That we just and once topics. I saw D'Angelo, no, it's no, I'm no, we not, no, we not switching up. No, we're not switching the topic because you asked me to expound about what I'm saying. So all of this is related to the Bucks. Because this is about winning basketball organizations. And if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, even as frustrated as I was with Mike Boonehoser, he got us one. So for you to get rid of your guy, like with Frank Vogel with the Lakers, even though he was being mediocre, he still got you one. So don't tell me that these guys that are aging and the game has caught up with them and passed them by should be getting these shots 
And don't just tell me that just because these dudes is black head coaches and the players like them that they're going to come in and be dynamos. Jason Kidd is the only one in the last five years that's actually done it and done it successfully. The rest of them have not been good. And and, 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 and Jamal Mosley in, in, in Orlando. He made you Doka? He's a player coach. You knew who he was when he was playing. He was a player coach. Played, you knew he who he was. If you knew who he was, he was, he was, he was playing. He was Portland. He wasn't nowhere near good as Chauncey Billups, Adrian Griffin, or any of them other guys. Get out of here with that. He wasn't even Jock Vaughn good. Was he a player coach? I don't remember seeing him playing a game. He played for. He played for what he was. Uh, he played for Portland. He played for he played for Portland. I don't think he played for Portland. G. Hold on, G. Like that's what I remember. I remember. But my, no. But but even still, hold on, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. But even still, he's an anomaly. Jamal Mosley's an anomaly. Kid is an anomaly. There are a lot of black coaches in the league now that are not good. There are a lot of white coaches now that are old and not good. So when you're trying to build a championship organization, you have to build championship habits. And that's what you see from the Denver Nuggets. Rather than getting frustrated when they didn't make the playoffs that year, they doubled down on their coach and they said, hey, we're going to get it right. We just got to get health. We got to get we got some young guys that we drafted that could be really, really good. We got to get it healthy, get them on the right page, get some more size and length in, in the front court, which is when you go and bring in Aaron Gordon and you build upon your prior successes. If you look at a team like the Suns, they have no prior successes to build on. Well, you can say the finals, but they didn't build up on it because they just tore it all down and thought they could throw in Kevin Durant. That was your guy, you look Monty at the Williams. Lakers. Monty you look Williams at the Lakers. Wait a minute. You look at the Lakers after the bubble. DeAndre Ayton and couldn't get him back to the finals. Look, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't teach you effort. Yeah, but Monty Williams, another player coach, by the way, who, who went up to. Did I say he was exempt? No, I'm just when you talk about. But but, but 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 my point is, he's been to a finals. He's actually proven something. I don't believe you get no consolation prizes for coming in second place, but he at least got to second place. Where the hell are the rest of these guys get to? I think there were some uh, uh, insinu insinuating circumstances while they, they man the faulty Clippers at that at that one time. You gotta uh, be you gotta be who in front of you. Uh, that's true, but I mean, if the if teams kind of lay down and if KD foot was two inches smaller, they the 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 Bucks wouldn't have been in the. I don't want to hear none of that. Don't give me them ifs. We talking facts. Okay. And the facts are there are a lot of these guys that are mediocre and there are a lot of these older coaches that are over the hill. But I do want to move on. And shout out to the Toronto Raptors coach because I had no idea who the hell that man was let's talk about the until he spoke his mind. Let's actually let's, let's, let's actually want to talk about the Raptors. What's up? Is he gonna get fired? Is he gonna get fined more? Oh, he's gonna get fined like oh, hundred. He that's gonna be a hundred rounds. Like listen, listen though, is he gonna get fined more for the rant? Or for saying that uh, Scotty Barnes basically, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I actually disagree with everybody saying that that's blasphemous that he said that. I mean, come on, dog. <laughs> the face of the league, dog. The face of the league is crazy. How many years? You no, know, how many years Scotty Barnes been in the league? Two, four. This, this four. gotta be three, three, four. No, no, he got drafted in twenty. He got drafted in twenty twenty one. He been in the league for. Yeah, he's he been. Year three. No, this is three third year. year. This is third yeah, year. year. He's year three, a, yes. okay. Okay, he's averaging twenty point seven points, 
8.6 rebounds. F- stop. 8.6 rebounds, 5.7 assists, 1.4 steals, 1.4 blocks on only 2.4 turnovers. Huh? He's not better than Anthony Edwards. He's not better than Anthony Edwards because Anthony Edwards is a is a better scorer and, a, and he makes more dynamic plays. Whatever but if you look, no is. stop stop Whatever if you look if you looking at no what do you mean? Anthony Edwards ain't averaging one point four and one point four. Again, you can throw as many numbers as you want. He's a versatile player. I'm not I'm not dis, dissing Scotty Barnes, but he's not gonna be the face of the league. You I mean, don't know that. I don't think he'll be the face of the league. But you don't know that. But but you don't but, know that this kid is just in his third year. But can we talk about Anthony Edwards in his fourth year? Okay, we know he's gonna be the face of the league. But can we speak about the 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 Toronto Raptors rebuild? Obviously, they yeah. No, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Because talk about this rebuild. Scotty Barnes averaged more, more. He averaged more steals, blocks, rebounds, and assists. What are we talking about? Are you taking Scotty Barnes over Anthony Edwards tomorrow in the draft? No, stop. Exactly. What are, and exactly. he's shooting. Exactly. No, wait, 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 stop, 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 no, stop, 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 stop. And he's shooting better from the field. And are you taking he's shooting 0.1% less you, from three. Are you taking Scotty Barnes? I'm going to just say this. I'm not as convinced I on don't Anthony want Edwards. Not, okay, I'm exactly. Not as so with that being said, Scotty Barnes is Andre Iguodala on steroids to me. I'm not mad at that take. That's a good take. I'm not and asking you telling me Anthony Edwards. Edwards' ceiling is being Tracy McGrady. Give me Andre Iguodala on steroids. I'm not mad. He, he at has that a long. Thing. He has he has several leaps to take before he becomes Iguodala. How Ant- can you uh, stop? He's averaging twenty. He's averaging twenty-eight no. six and sh- one one point four steals, one point four blocks, shooting forty-eight percent from the field and and thirty-eight percent from three. What are we talking more, about more, right now? Are you serious? I I hold 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 hold. Here's are you my serious? thing about Anthony. Here's what about Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is a highlight machine. I don't think he's the best offensive player on his team. I do think that he's a highlight machine, and I think that he is on what you looking at. What you look like that for? Though he played with fucking cat. Keep going, keep going. I don't. I. I, I think. I, I think he's a highlight machine. I think he's a great personality. He's a damn good young player, but I also think he plays in a position that produces a lot of highlights. But okay. Anthony yeah. Edwards is not the reason why. It's not the sole reason why the Timberwolves are winning basketball. Oh come on! You're not gonna put it on Rudy Gobert. You're not going to say a fucking defensive player of the year. They got the best defense in the goddamn league. Yes. He is not the defensive player of the year. Yes, he is. No, he is not. Victor Wimbiana is the defensive player of the year. Shut the fuck up. Yes, he is. He's only playing 25 minutes a game. And he's averaging more blocks. You do good game. And he's averaging good rebounds. You do good, though. He's not winning defensive player of the year, bro. Yes, he is. Defensive player of the year. No. Defensive player of the year. He's only averaging 1.5 less rebounds a game, more blocks a game, and he's averaging more steals a game. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's still out there playing defense. He's still out there playing defense. He's not winning defensive player of the year. Derek White is going to get more defensive player of the year. You do good, though. He's going to get more defensive player Derek White ain't averaging 3.8. I'm sorry, 4.1 stocks a game. D, he, D, no. But the Raptors rebuild. Did, First did and foremost, TP. Edwards playing the same team USA. Did they both play on Team USA last year? Yeah, Scotty Barnes from America's. 
Okay, yeah, he played. Yeah, did he? Did he play? And they, they got their ass cooked. They their ass dusted. And that's they got fucking cooked. They got their ass dusted. You want, you want, and so that's I not give him a prize talent. for coming Did up for bronze? And all these fucking do. Damn. If Scotty Barnes on the team, they might have been able to get a rebound because Jaron Jackson sure as shit wasn't getting them. And Cam, them. that's not because yeah. of talent. That fucking team had Josh Hart and it, and Austin Reeves on that shit. I and, swear and to God, Scotty yeah. Barnes could have been on that damn team. Hey, Joel told me Austin Reeves is going to average 16 a game this year. Lied. No, he no, said he said he's no, gonna be an all star. He said he's gonna be an all star. He's gonna be in an all star game in Indianapolis in February. But the Raptors, I love the deal for the Raptors because I think RJ one needed needed space to rock out. He couldn't really rock out in New York because he Does wanted it. dribble, but then Jalen wanted dribble and then Randall wanted dribble. Yeah. There's too much going on. I love the Emmanuel quickly pickup because obviously the Knicks weren't gonna pay him and he needs space to rock out. Like he, yeah. he like he wants to start, but you're not better than Jalen Brunson, as it turns yeah. out right now. Now, maybe in the future, if we now granted, I think Emmanuel quickly is more so along the lines of Jamal Crawford, but he think he Tyrese Maxey. So let's what? see if he Tyrese Maxey. What wait, what what? I think I think he's more, the- more Tyrese Maxey. I like that. I like that. I think I think he's more in the Lou Will Jamal Crawford. Yeah thing but he think he Tyrese Maxi. so we will see um and, and 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 you know I think if you start your young core with quickly Barnes RJ who's also from Canada and has been playing and actually yeah. been balling since he's been in Toronto right, right. Yeah, that's, that's a, that, that worked out for both teams that worked out for both teams now now they gotta get Siakam out of here for something and get a deal for uh for uh for uh for uh Siakam what do you I don't see, know. Siakam? What do you? Uh, they're late. Golden State is late on that on Siakam for uh, Draymond Green. Like they should have did that last year. They had an opportunity at the beginning. Of the season Why the last fuck year. if I'm the Toronto Raptors? Am I trading for Draymond Green so we could punch RJ? Yeah, is he gonna start <laughs> slapping everybody in the damn <laughs> locker room? I mean, I'm not no. Dray, Draymond Green is stuck with Draymond Green. Nobody's dealing with that besides them. He is stuck. Yeah, Draymond yeah, has probably yeah, the lowest yeah. trade value in the NBA. Draymond, right Bronny, and Bron gonna be on the Hornets in like three years. <laughs> or no, they might be in Vegas <laughs> on that Vegas team. Man, what? That's not the way we want to sell tickets, brother. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. You How know you gonna own a team a and play on it? Well, it, it'd be it'd be rich well, ball. He sold his thing, but yeah, yeah, exactly. it'd be rich ball team until LeBron ready to uh, give it up. Speaking of trade, Siakam. Let's do it. I got I got the clay. I, I'm sorry. I got the tra- I got the trade clay segment. Um, y'all want to see this this wild trade? You can't, you can't do Seattle backstory. backstory. No, 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 because no, this, has been doing a trade this involves the Raptors. TPJ has been doing a trade clay clay Thompson segment for at least the past four weeks. He's been trying to trade Clay Thompson all over the NBA. Well, who wants Clay? Who wants Clay? This is an insane trade. I'm not reading all this. Let's see. So I got a five-team trade right now. Oh, Oh, damn. I didn't include Siakam. But still, this affected this trade market. Do you know how long it took for me to put this hey, trade hey, together, brother? Man, we close this screen. What's wrong with you, bro? No, What's stop. What's wrong with you, bro? It took me so long to put this trade together. But let's trade Clay. We gonna, we, with this, all of these teams get completely rebuilt from the ground up. And everybody wins. Everybody wins. You got Every, the Hawks in there. Do you got DeJounte Murray in there? Yeah, I got DeJounte Murray in there. I got DeJounte Murray and Wiggins going to the Spurs. Clay, Doug McDermott, Patrick Williams, I don't like and Moses Moody going to the Jazz. I don't like the Bulls. It get clip. What you mean, Clint Capella and DeAndre Hunter? 
That's I don't great. want the cap. If I'm going to trade Zach, I don't want the cap. No, G, give me them. Give me them right now. Now we got a new front court. The Hawks get Clarkson, Vucevic, Laurie Markkinen, and Gary Payton. The Warriors get Levine, <laughs> Devontae Graham, Zach Collins, and Drummond. Now we got some rebounders, G. We good. They good for the rest of the season now. Let's try it out, shit. You got Zach Levine, Draymond, okay, Clay listen. gone. Okay, listen. You I can don't give Kaminga. You can give Kaminga his minutes. You get rebounding with Drummond and size with Collins. Devontae Graham, another guy that can come in and get buckets, even though you got Brandon Pajinski on the bench. And then, and then, and then, look, then look, and then look. I'm gonna say this: the Spurs had this kid on the bench. The Spurs had this kid on the bench that I've never heard of before. I want that man because if they picked him, he gonna play for somebody. I want that man. I've heard and, of him. And, I, and I feel like everybody wins. What you think about the trade? The funniest shit is the Spurs. I mean, not the Spurs. The Warriors have no more wins. No more. Look at the uh, projected oh, wins at the uh, yeah. bottom. Zero. <laughs> yeah, but they get better. How do they get better with zero wins? <laughs> Look at the numbers. It say they get better. It say they get better offensively and defensively. They're not going to leave off worse. Uh, uh, uh. I'm I mean, sorry. They're the, not going to the leave Hawks, off worse. The Hawks think anyway, but why would they give up DeJounte Murray for Clarkston? That's not bad for the Hawks. I don't mind. That's not bad for the Hawks. What you mean? Gee, they get Laurie. They get Laurie Markin and Vucevic and Clarkson. That's a whole new team. Utah not giving up marketing, or they'd be silly to give up marketing. Nah, the, ja the Jazz want to give them up, and also, and also, and also, the Jazz would be giving up. I'm sorry, the Jazz would be getting a pick from the Warriors, a pick from the Hawks, and a pick from the Bulls. But they would all be, but they would all be lottery protected. Except for the pick for the Hawks, and the Bulls will get them a second round pick, and the Spurs to, will give them a second round pick. Are they trying pick. to hit the reset button, the Jazz again? Yeah, they want to get rid of Lowry, and people hit talking the about trading him to the, I mean, to the, the Thunder. Button. Yeah, yeah, they already hit it. I mean, they're I, not gonna win no games. With marketing and Clarkson, what are they resetting to? Take this trade and then let Clay go or resign him for two years, twenty million. So you can't resign Clay. Yeah, I mean, what? Clay can't go to Utah. G. How long did it take you to this all morning? This is why you was making the podcast. G. No, I was on the podcast in the background making it. Do you know how I tried like 29 trades to try to trade this man Clay? His his salary is one of the most egregious contracts in the history of, of trades, bro. But it's a it's a it's but 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 salary, but but if it expires, you a team instantly with a bunch of cap rooms. If the Jazz really are trying to rebuild. I would take on that salary for Clay, off lowball him when he wants his offer, and then when he leave, we got $43 million coming off our cap this summer and go out and try to overpay a couple people to come in and really build around Keontae George or Walker Kessler and John Collins. Is this Doug McDermott making $13 million? Yeah, but but his but 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 if you look at all of but all of these they're deals are expiring, they're all expiring. So the Jazz like gonna have like the Jazz gonna have like trade. the Jazz gonna have like sixty million dollars in cap this summer. Go overpay somebody. I just hey, don't want to go to you. I, I don't like it for the Bulls, but I don't hate this trade. Well, I just want to know why you don't like it for the Bulls. They need because to rebuild. If I'm getting rid of Zach Levine, I want to get cap space. But like, you still, still have DeMar DeRozan. You can get rid of him and get rid of some cap space. 
but you're not gonna get rid of that much cash space because Demar I think only getting twenty five million. But where and are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going to find a Clint Capella and a DeAndre uh, Hunter for twenty million dollars a year? I don't want to find them. DeAndre Hunter. What do you mean DeAndre Hunter averaging averaging sixteen a game this year? Clint still give you a double double. I don't want to find them because we're still going to find ourselves in the same space of where we're just decent. I disagree with that. I disagree. We're not going to be terrible with that. I disagree with that. Who? not going to be terrible. It depends on who you take in Demar Derozan. I don't want this team to be terrible. I you're, do. You're literally in the play-in right now. Zach Levine serves no purpose you, for you right now. But listen, but listen. The only people they got rid of was Zach not, Levine, not Drummond, and uh, uh, Zach coming off the bench right now. Listen. Vooch coming off the bench right now. What are you listen. keeping them for? Listen, but this don't help you, bro. Literally, if we just gonna be in a play in, this don't fucking help us. You gonna be in that situation where you just decent as hell, and then you gonna you go you need you I, I, actually actually you need gonna end up like the fucking Pistons. The Pistons did that shit. You they never no no listen. The Pistons never actually rebuilt for twenty years. They won a ring and they never actually rebuilt. They, we they ain't just, either. They kept, exactly. That's the fucking yeah, problem. You never rebuilt. You've been in purgatory forever. Maximum you can get is the first round, win two games, and lose. Meaning you're never meaning unless you just get God gifted a guy at 15, you're never gonna be bad enough to get the best players. So you're never gonna be able to get you one of those guys. This deal, don't the only team I don't like it for is the Bulls. Good work. I think it's great work. Only team I don't like it for is the Bulls because it does not help us get worse. And also, if I have Kobe White, why the fuck I won't call it sexy? What you mean? They don't oh, play the same position. Right yes, they do. They both small guards. Nah, but I think you can keep calling off the bench. The Bulls don't have any scoring off the bench right now. And I, and, and I would keep Kobe starting because I think he's shown and proved he's that, he, that he has what it takes to be the starter. I would put Colin Sexton on the bench. I would keep Caruso in the starting lineup. And I would run out Kobe White, Caruso, Hunter, Capella. And DeRozan, and we good. So you That's don't want, and we gonna run. And, 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 and my thing is, let's run. So you don't want Hachimura and Austin Reeves on the Bulls? Fuck or, no. Or what I'm gonna do with hell no, hell no, hell no. One guy was starting and not starting no more. No, I'm cool on that. I'm just saying, man, stop playing with the guy. Trey Clay segment back next week with a whole new trade. <laughs> Moving on, the OKC Thunder. Are the OKC Thunder a real thing or are they just a cute story? Ooh, I have to say, real. I didn't believe they were. I didn't think. I didn't think uh, Chet was going to win MVP or Rookie of the Year this year. I don't think he's, oh he's not. He's not. I don't think he should be eligible, but I didn't think he was going to be in contention. And he's he's shown that he's going to be in contention. He's not um, going to win, but he'll be in contention. But nah, man, Shea is obviously that dude. Uh, Shea the is Williams, incredible. The the Williams brothers, they're showing they're showing, and this is what you get when you play against a talent when you get to practice against a talent like Shea every day. You get to your game elevates because you're in practice trying to stop this dude, and then you get on the court and it's like you're recognizing that you play against the, the best player, one of the best players in the NBA every day. And so your confidence grows when they're doing what they do in practice. So that I think the OKC, I think they're a real thing. They have to go through the heartbreaking loss in the playoffs. So are they championship caliber? They're not going to make the NBA finals. They're likely not going to make the Western Conference finals because they have to, you have to, in the NBA, you have to endure a heartbreaking loss. Most times you have to have a heartbreaking loss in the playoffs before you can ascend to that level. And they haven't experienced that. So they're going to, they're going to be comfortable. They're going to have a good record. 
and just take a hard a hard loss in the playoffs. But yeah, they're for real. Um, I think they're a cute story, but I think it's a real thing. Um, I think Shea is a, I think Shea is arguably, if you want to tell me he's the best point guard in the NBA, I'm not gonna argue with you. Right. Yeah, if you yeah. want to tell me Shea is the best point guard in the NBA, I'm not gonna argue with you. One because of what he's doing offensively, and if you look at defense, I think he's leading the league by a full steal. Like he's leading the league in steals by a lot. Yeah, well, um, I mean, isn't that isn't that a little easier when they got Chet on? They got Chet down low, and then he can kind of play the passing lanes. I mean, so you gotta somebody, yeah, you still got to do. Gotta do it. We got to stop acting like Shane been doing what he's doing. The only the only person on this team that's successful because of their teammates that's around them at this point in time is Chet Holmgren. He's playing with the top five uh, point guard. He's playing he's with good. arguably a top he's 15 small he's forward in the league. Jalen Williams is very, very good. Uh, Nasty Man is still uh, giving you uh, points, rebounds, and assists. They have, uh, you know, decent, uh, you know, people season? coming off the bench. Who? Is he going to play all season? Yeah, nasty. Uh, yeah the shit is uh, behind him now. The money has already been sent, brother. Uh, well, I mean... I know, check, paid, I know he paid people off, but the check, uh, allegedly, 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 yeah. allegedly, I mean, allegedly, but the, mom, the, mom got a the new check, car. <laughs> mom got a new car the check is already cut. The check is already cut, brother. Allegedly. Okay. So yeah, like I so he, of course nasty man to be out there. You just better watch that man when you take him to the club. Who you bringing with you? Let me see her ID. All right, cool. She can roll with us. You just gotta make sure if, if you ever invite that man to your party, you gotta you gotta check them IDs, brother. No, I think they I think they they saw it. I, I do. Um, like I said, I think think they have to experience a hard loss in the playoffs, and and that might be coming. But the, yeah, I think it's a more than a cute story. I mean, I, I mean nah. I, First round I, exit still. See, yeah, but like my thing is they're gonna fall and they're gonna play against a team like the Nuggets, the Clippers, or the Lakers in the first round. And experience is the key, you know, winner in everything. I think they can no, be- the Grizzlies are ways of waving Bismack Biombo. He played great for me this year on my fantasy team. I think they can beat the Lakers. You think they can beat the Lakers? I think they can beat the Lakers. I'm they not cannot beat the Lakers. I'm not confident in, in anything in Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron, wow. LeBron, old ass, gonna uh, turn back the hands of time. I'm not confident in anything in Los Angeles Lakers for one because. One because they don't do anything great, good. Honestly, they don't they, they don't do anything good, honestly. But when it comes to the Thunder, um, nah, like Shea is top five. I still think that they're a ways away. Not actually, no, they're not a ways away. But the Thunder are one of those teams that's gonna have an interesting situation that they're really good right now, but then you're gonna have to start paying people. But luckily for them, they have so many quote unquote assets yeah. that like if they think that they have a shot this season, they can still go get somebody. But I think the thing about going to get somebody is when you have a very young team with this nucleus, you have to be careful fucking with it. Right, right. So I mean, because they're still they still growing, and they get somebody who who doesn't fit in there. Um, right. So I, I think you just hold hold position, hold hold position. Depending on how their draft falls, they they can go get another. Uh, uh, they can move up in the draft and get get that big time dude who can fit into the young young squad. I mean, whether that's another uh, shooting guard, another swing man. I mean, they got they got everything pretty much. Um, it's it's using these uh, like you said they're gonna have to pay people, but they don't have, they're not gonna have to pay anybody for a few years. For at least yeah, yeah. I mean, well, about they, two summers they, from now. Two summers they, can, from now. they got the assets where they can replace that person, whoever it is. They have to pay. 
um, they could replace that person with a with another draft pick or with a couple picks. I think that um, long term, Josh Giddy isn't the shooting guard long term. I think I think he does serve a purpose, but I don't think he's a shooting guard long term. Point and put Shea as shooting guard. Yeah, but Giddy can't. But Giddy, in theory, currently the way his shot is is not consistent. If he could shoot forty percent consistently, I would be with that. But it's not consistent. We have Jalen Williams who can also. Now, granted, we have Jalen Williams who can also handle the ball. So not that we need you to handle the ball. And don't forget Carson Carson Williams or Carson whatever the, uh, Carson Williams off the bench, your first round pick. Yeah, he looks like a guy who can come in and shoot forty percent consistently. Um, Chet. I don't think he's rookie of the year. I don't think he's better than Wimby, but I do think his game is suited more for success at this current moment for this team than Wimby would have been just because his game is more compacted at this moment in time. Like Wimby's still out there trying to do everything because right. he can do everything. I think chess game is a little he's bit more. He's in a better organization. I mean, he's in an organization. Better, yeah, better organization that just say, okay, we need you to do this. We need you to block shots. You need you to block and shots. We need you to. And again, his game is more compacted. And again, he has better teammates, obviously, to um, help him along. Um, but yeah, I think they're more of a cute story. But this could be a second round team, maybe. I would just like to see all of these guys work when somebody has to scheme for you for two weeks. I would like to see all these guys work. But yeah, I mean, but I but, mean, they're talented. They're, they're, ta- they're talented enough. They're talented enough. And they do, I mean, shit, as you mentioned, Shea, Shea alone is going to win you a series just because not a lot of teams are going to be able to stop him. Who in the, th- who in the league, we talk about the Clippers. He kills it. He kills the Clippers every time he plays. I them. don't think, yeah, I don't think the Thunder can beat the Clippers in the, um in, in a um, series, though. I don't think they can beat the Thunder. No, no, I don't think the Clippers can beat the, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think the Thunder can beat the Clippers. The and I don't think that they can beat the Nuggets. But when I look at everybody else, yeah, I don't really know. Like Sacramento, I'm taking my chance with OKC. Um, Sacramento is taking a step back this year. They 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 they're taking it, or maybe or or maybe they went all out last year to get the number one seed, and then this year they realize, okay, maybe we don't need we don't need the number one seed, and we could play. You know, we could play anybody because they. No, they I think other them. teams just got better. I still think they're good, and I still think that they're probably still one move away from being um who they're Siak- asking to be. Somebody posted Siakam to Sac- to Sacramento instead of uh, replace him with. Yes, I Luke. saw that. I Do saw you replace that. him with a uh, 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 young boy. I'm, I'm having a brain fart. The power forward. Uh, uh, huh? Keegan, you talking about Keegan Murray? No, I was actually thinking about the white boy. What's the what's the Russian name? I can't. Um, oh, you saw? Oh, oh, oh! Sabonis, Sabonis. Because oh. oh. Sabonis, I mean, we saw his limitations in the playoffs. If um, he he can't go up over and no, 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 no. You need Sabonis. So you, you, you need. I like Sabonis. Sabonis. I re- I really like what he brings, but he proved in the playoffs that if you just play defense, if you just get into him, he really can't. He can't go go up under over you. Excuse me. He can't go up over you, and he has a hard time getting your, his shot off. You, to be fair though to him, how many times he, to, to be fair to him though, how many times are you gonna play Draymond Green? I mean that that was kind of the recipe, right? Even Draymond Green is six nine. He's a he's not yes, he's, he's but we're talking a, about one of the best league. defenders literally True. in the history of the Facts. league. Facts. Like Facts. how many times are you gonna I play one of the best defenders in, in but you know, he's a smaller 
Sabonis is bigger than him. You would have thought Sabonis can go over him. And I think that Sabonis can bully most people, though. I just think that was a... You think that was just Draymond? Draymond out here stumping on chest, bro. Like, Draymond, different animal, G. Okay. All right. Draymond All right. out here uh, is, a, is, a, uh, is a different animal. But last topic before we get out of here that I want to go to actually is... Um, who do you think is the most underrated player in the NBA today? Who's the most underrated? Are we going back to the Scotty Barnes, Anthony Edwards conversation? If you want to say Scotty Barnes, I ain't mad. The most underrated player in the NBA today. I mean, come on. We talked about it earlier, fellas. I've been saying this for years now. I gave you stats of why this dude needs more time on the court. Oh, my God. That is that is literally my actual response. See, if you sit up here and you say Terrence Man, so I who you about to say if you say Terrence Man, we are gonna we here, I go sunset your appearance on this show early today. If you sit up here and say fucking Terrence Man, okay. Um, so who is what automated player in the NBA? Seriously, let me think, let me think about it. Hey man, that's a great question. I really uh who's the most underrated player in the NBA? Go ahead, fella. Go ahead, Thomas. I'll come back. I'll come back to you. Um, the most underrated player this year in the NBA has actually been Mo Wagner. Uh, Mo Wagner is on my fantasy team. Shout out that Mo Wagner is on my fantasy team. He's a player that I have not really cared for since he was a Laker because I thought he was a dirty player. Um, but since he's been in Orlando, he's fulfilled his role really as like their um, their first big guy off the bench uh, very very well. He's played very very well for um, you know for me this season. Um, he's had a couple 20-point games as of recently, which is great for him. Uh, and I really like the progress that he's made overall. And it's easy to look at Franz Wagner and kind of overlook what Mo contributes to the game because his brother is so good. But I do believe that Mo Wagner actually um, deserves a lot of recognition um, and is a huge part um, along with, you know, Jalen Suggs really putting in an effort every night to really be their energy uh, guy for the Orlando Magic. I don't believe that the Orlando Magic are a serious team or a serious contender. I think they'll, uh, you know, continue to fall and land probably somewhere around that, uh, you know, nine or ten seed and just barely make the play in. Um, you can slowly see them kind of fading away a little bit as teams start to figure them out. They're a team that I think actually should make a deal at the deadline. And even though Jonathan Isaac, yeah, and even, yeah, and even though Jonathan Isaac is a really, really um, you know, good player, and I like him a lot. I still feel as though if your goal is to build a championship contender, um, I personally still think that there are some point guard options as well as some other wing options that are out there and that are available for you. I think if you're going to run, um, you know. Of I uh, think not to cut you off, but I think they're ahead of schedule. Making a trade at this moment, um, I mean, you're only making a trade to get to the top fifth or sixth uh into the play actual uh playoff tournament right now they're in the play-in at, at eight yeah but if we're ahead of schedule by that metric then let's continue to accelerate the progress that we've been making um i, I and, and no and even even if you unless they make a big move they're not going to be in the top four of the east but can't but but even if you look at their last 10 games they're five and five they're now the eighth seat mm-hmm. now don't get me wrong there's a one game different or yeah there's one game difference between the eighth and the fourth seed right now. But to me, I if, if if I'm the Orlando Magic, they're the one team in the league that actually has a decent amount of, you know, like cap space. 
They have some pieces that I believe that could be moved that they don't need. I don't believe you can depend on Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony to win you a playoff series. And to me, I'm not looking at next year. I'm looking at let's see if we can get out of the first round this year and do something that we haven't done in 20 years or 10 years, 15 years since Dwight was here. Uh, and if we are ahead of schedule, then that's perfectly fine. Let's continue to build. And next year, we're going to be coming in looking at ourselves as a contender versus a team that is just starting to get in stride. So that's just my personal opinion. I, I like the confidence. I like the confidence of what you say. I'm not saying – it's not about it's not about confidence. It's like how long are we supposed to be mired in mediocrity? But I think they're ahead of schedule right now. Like they, they didn't expect to be contending for in playoff contention at this point this season. Coming into this year, I don't think they expected that. I think they're Ooh, kind of and that's why I say Orlando Magic. I don't think they expected yes, that. Yes, they did. What, what the fuck why you mean? Would you, why would you expect you that? have Paulo, you have Franz Water, you have all these lottery picks? We should at least be a play-in team. And also last year, lottery picks have done anything until this season. That's cap. That's cap. Franz Water was good last year. Wendell Carter was good last year. Even Markel Fultz had been granted, he hadn't been what he you drafted him to be, but he'd been decent. And also, they just the, the magic have been a team that's been very injured. Like once they actually got on the court and played last year, I think they went 500 the rest of the um season. If I'm not mistaken, they went um 500. So no, if you the Magic, you were expecting to come in and make the playoffs this season. You weren't expecting to have another lottery pick this year. In my personal opinion, I, I didn't. I didn't expect them to be. I didn't expect. I didn't expect that. I was kind of surprised that for the, for up until last week they were in the top four of the Eastern Conference. Fair. In my but, opinion, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't expect that. But to to go back um. The most underrated, most underrated player, it's probably been the same player for me for the past uh, couple years at least, is, is Derek Wright. It, ever since I'm Derek Wright, that was a quiet pickup for uh, when he went Boston picked him up a couple years ago. That was a kind of a quiet pickup who really added something to the. He gave the Boston Celtics another point guard, another ball handler, another defender because they weren't playing uh, top defense. I thought he was his veteran leadership. Added to what uh, Marcus Smart was doing at the time with uh, uh, Jalen Brown and complimenting what Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum was doing because neither one of those guys, I think their their defenses, they start expecting them to play defense less and less and less. And he added, when they picked him up, he added to that. And then he's only gotten better since uh, since they played in the finals what, two years ago. He's only got better last year. And then the the pickup of him and uh, pick up him and Holiday, having him and Holiday in the backcourt, like that's a really solid backcourt. Um, it makes it to I. I wasn't a big fan of picking up uh, Porzingis, but it makes Porzingis that Porzingis pick up a little wild horse running around there. That makes that even just m more attractive. So I, I have to say that Devin uh, Derek White was uh, is a quietly the most underrated player in the NBA because he was really good for the Spurs. He's been a really good. Uh, defensive point guard for the um, for the Celtics, and he just kind of fits that team really well. See, to me, that's what it. takes away from that. He he averaged fifteen point five uh, 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 points um, when he was playing with the Spurs before playing twenty nine minutes a game. Like he's only at, uh, I mean he's I, I will give him the I, I give him this credit. He's shooting better from the field than he ever has in his career, um, and he. And he's getting more assists and more rebounds. But 
in terms of his overall output, like I don't necessarily see him take – he's not taking any crazy leaps or bounds to me to who he's always been on the Spurs. The Spurs has been trash for a decade, and that's no disrespect to you. I just see people saying he should be an all-star. I think those people are delusional. Um, all-star, all-star is a bit much, but he's a, he's, a one, he's a great glue guy. What would you say, Pappy? Would you say if there could be? I was gonna go with a different Boston Celtic. All star for uh, all star for uh, uh, role guy, a role player. Would you say? Oh, uh, superstar role player. The superstar role player. That's exactly what he is. We yeah. gotta do a um pod on the all star role players. If you could, yeah, superstar role, role players. players. I mean, that'd be a good one. Um, who would you go? Who would you going with? Two people. If I could go with two, one is different than the other, but we both it's kind of from the same teams. One actually is Chris has Porzingis. That was the first person that popped in my mind. I think that Porzingis at this point has actually become underrated. Um, I think that, you know, um, he started off, you know, people said he was going to be Dirk Nowitzki. He wasn't quite that in New York. He did make an all-star team. He go to Dallas. It doesn't really work out in Dallas, even though he did put up good numbers. Like, people act like Dirk, like KP went to Dallas and averaged 14 points. He was still giving you 20 points, two blocks. And being one of the better rim protectors in the um, league, it just didn't work out. He went to Washington under the radar quietly, actually had his best season of his career last year in Washington. And if you, huh? Huh? That doesn't. What you mean? He still did it. He still had to play and play basketball. And then this year, if I I just looked, he's top 10 in win shares per 48 minutes. Like he's six in the league. In no, Winchester's per 48 he's minutes. A, he's been a pleasant surprise to me. I, 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 didn't, think, expect, I didn't expect this in Boston. He's I mean, when he got picked, when, first of all, he's he's never played with this much talent ever in life. And he brings a different element to this Boston team that they hadn't had. And again, even when Boston picked him up, I saw people were like, oh, well, why is he there? Like, you realize this is still a 7-3 guy who's giving you eight rebounds, who's giving you 20 points, and can give you two blocks a game, and can shoot 35 to 40% from three. I think at this point, like he's actually become very underrated. Um, the, the point you made, the point you made in the summer is, who's gonna, who's a better number four than he is? Yeah, he's the best number team. four, the better number four player, the best player on the, the fourth best player on the team than he is. The, who's a better fourth option? And Nobody. that's and, and he's proven that he's the best fourth option uh, in, in the NBA, and that's why I think he's he's been consistent. Um, that's why and, I think he's pretty consistent. That, that's been a surprise to me. I didn't particularly his numbers in Washington. Come on, somebody had to put me? the ball. Up. Somebody had to score in Washington. Yeah, somebody. but he. Yeah, somebody. but it's, yeah, but it was like he was doing it inefficiently. He was shooting fifty percent from the field, shooting thirty eight percent from three. I'm just saying he wasn't doing it um inefficiently. And then my next player is Jalen Suggs. I just love Jalen Suggs. I think Jalen Suggs is one of my favorite players to watch. Um, he'll probably get some all defensive votes. Um, I think that when he, fi- I think when, when when he finally figured out, okay, I'm not gonna be a superstar, but um, um, I'm not I I'm not going to be a superstar. But that doesn't mean I still can't have a huge impact on my um basketball team. I think that's when it started to uh finally click for him. And yeah. I used to look, I used to look and say that oh well, like, you know, um, they don't really have a shooting guard, but I think Jalen Suggs can be that at least. That like Josh Hart, if he was an actual shooting guard or point guard type of guy for them, and so yeah, so yeah, Jalen Suggs and Chris Porzingis would be my people for um, most underrated players in the um, in the um, league. So yeah, yeah, I, 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 I have um, an interesting you say that about uh, Suggs because I think it's about time that some 
those guys, uh, those early draft picks show up and, and play for Orlando. Like, I haven't seen enough of those. I haven't seen enough for those guys. And that's why I say it's not worth um, them making a move because they're ahead of schedule. I haven't seen enough for those guys to say, okay, let's ride. Now you guys are ready to, to make a dent in the NBA. I haven't seen enough of them. Fair. So I would say that. Fair. But we can leave it there. Um, Cam, appreciate you coming on the show, brother. It's always a good time. No, likewise. Likewise. Thank you guys for having me. Um, hopefully you guys understand that you guys can't let Pappy and Thomas run off with this BS sometimes. You got to check them and let them know that you, there's other comments and other uh, uh, takes to be had in this NBA game. Thank you guys for checking me out. Appreciate the fella for having me. Check it out. Voice of the Fans. We are, we are later on tonight. Voice of the Fans on YouTube. Check us out. Voice of the Fans, HMB Media, you can see us here. And then check us out, uh, our soft launch, voiceofthefans.org. Voice of the Fans, www.voiceofthefans.org. Check out the website. Give me some feedback on that as well. I appreciate you guys for having me. Thanks, Thanks Ken. We'll get up with you later. All righty. Shout out to y'all. Thank you to the fans. Um, Follow me at Hoops and Brews. I no longer have a Twitter account, but appreciate y'all. It was a great show. It was fun. I'm actually a little buzzed, um, so it'll be fun to get these clips out. Um, and this man really says Stephen Adams is like your kitchen bam that bio, bro. Clip that motherfucking shit immediately when you log off. Clip that shit. I meant what the hell I said. But as always, man, follow me on Twitter at Pavyworld Pavyworld all one word. Shout out all y'all for all the years upon years upon years upon years of support at this point. And uh, yeah, go check out my music, stream it on Spotify, and we'll get it with y'all next time. Well, I'll let y'all talk to y'all later. Know my face. What if she even saw my face? Know my whole story before she even talked to me. Feel like I'm a superstar when you walk to me. Everybody wanna know my name. Remember when they come pronounce my name? Ain't.